Welcome to the Mastering B2B Marketing Podcast. I'm your host, Jesus McDonald. Enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. It has been a while since I've done one of these solo episodes. A lot of updates for you guys. The first update, and I'll run through the agenda too. So real short agenda. I want to talk about a limited time offer that we're doing for website redesigns right now. And then I want to talk about a podcast update and also my next guest on the show, which is exciting. So let's dive right in. So a few updates, limited time offer for website redesigns. So I've been noticing budget cuts is a real thing with this whole quote unquote recession. I won't dive into that topic, but I see it's a real thing. Budget cuts are happening. People are getting laid off. And one of the things that we've been seeing is people do website redesigns. They redo their branding around this time of year. And we're booked all the way up till January uh, for website redesign projects. But we do have bandwidth. So one of the things that I wanted to do, which I did for Black Friday as a Black Friday steal, instead of calling it a deal, was to give to provide 25% off website redesigns for B2B SaaS companies. This might be a great offer for you or someone you know that needs a website redesign. So this might be a perfect timing. I ended up extending that offer from Black Friday all the way to Wednesday. So we still have time. You probably have a day left. But to Wednesday, November 30th, 2022, at 5 p.m., that's when it ends. November 30th, which is a Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific time to be specific. <laughs> so if this this might be a great opportunity for you or someone you know, definitely spread the word, spread it like butter uh, because we're excited and we're, we're excited. I posted it on LinkedIn and I've been getting good engagement on that. So if this might be you or someone you know that is interested, but this might be you, if this is you, then send me a LinkedIn DM and I will send you the link on how to apply. And I'm going to get a few companies in here due to the demand, end of year demand. So I'm only able to take a few companies due to the end of year demand. But we do have bandwidth right now to take those on. So anyways, that's one update. Second update. I'm looking at my notes here. Second update that I want to give is the special guest that I have on the show. This is going to be with the one and only Daniel Murray, LinkedIn guru. He has about 100K followers on LinkedIn. He's been killing it with his LinkedIn company page, The Marketing Millennials. And you've probably seen him on LinkedIn. If not, you've seen his company page, The Marketing Millennials. And he has been doing a great job. Long story short... I ended up hiring him to take my LinkedIn game to the next level. I spent about two weeks with him and he has given me some really good LinkedIn tips, insights, uh, 
how to write my post on LinkedIn, things to update on my LinkedIn profile, um, how to, it's kind of like social selling, how to go into the comment section of somebody else's post, how to um, engage with other people. There are some things that I was already doing. And there were also some things that were great reminders for me that I just stopped doing. And they make a big difference in regards to the LinkedIn, triggering the LinkedIn algorithm and building meaningful relationships. And we built a closer relationship, Daniel and I, by just working together and him giving me some insights and getting to know him better too. Great guy. Subscribe to the podcast if you haven't, because that is going to be my last episode of the year for 2022 is my guests with Daniel Murray. So that's something I wanted to provide as an update. And there's a lot of good things on, I want to, I'm going to provide what I've learned on that episode. He's going to share some of his insights too. Um, and something that you can also apply. So come in with a pen and paper ready to learn and grow. Cause it's really good. And a lot of good reminders too. So anyways, I think I hyped that up enough. <laughs> I really like it. It's one. It's probably going to be one of my favorite ones because I'm all about LinkedIn. And as, as you guys know, I'm, I post consistently on a weekly basis on LinkedIn. So to me, it was a good experience. The last update, and I'm going to end it on this one. Usually my podcast episodes take a little longer, like 30 minutes, but this is not going to be a 30 minute one. Podcast update. I want to provide you with a podcast update. So I took this summer off. I did something that most people tell you not to do. People tell you to be consistent with the podcast. I was consistent with the podcast since July of 2020. No days off. And I remember going hard. I started with one time a week. Then I did two times a week. Then I went to as, as high as three times a week publishing episodes. And then I scaled back to one time a week. And I got burnt out. This is something that people do not tell you. They tell you how awesome the podcast is for the business. They tell you it's a lead generator. Um, they tell you all this stuff. And it's true. It It does work. I'm not saying... Um, a podcast is bad. I think every business, just to be clear, every business should have a podcast. And I just felt burnt out because I was the only guy doing it. I was the only person doing it. So I got burnt out. I started feeling like, man, um, I'm sitting on a ton of content that I could repurpose, but I don't have the time to repurpose all this content. And then it was um, sharing things about WordPress website development uh, and design and ongoing maintenance and plugins and things like that mixed with guests on the show, B2B marketers, SaaS marketers that I would have on the show and talking about, you know, their LinkedIn game, uh, what they're doing for TikTok, YouTube shorts, what they're doing for content marketing, um, demand generation. I mean, you name it. I'm always trying to see what people are doing in order to go to the next level 
take their marketing to the next level. So, and I'm learning as I'm also growing and implementing some of these things with our company, but I really got burnt out. Uh, I took them the summer off, uh, mainly to spend more time taking care of my daughter. She's now seven months old, but to spend more quality time with my kids, I have my daughter, Taylor, that's um, seven months old. And then I have my son, Dustin, who is four years old and my wife as well. And just a lot of needs at home. And I also wanted to spend quality time with them during the summer and with family, friends, all that. So to me, I took a break. I paused the podcast. I was nervous. I was curious to see what would happen with it. Um, that was the first time I really took a, a good break from the podcast, our break at, in general. And we're over 100 episodes on this podcast, which is awesome. And it got me thinking about when I got came back from the summer, it got me thinking about, oh, I didn't feel, sorry, rewind a little bit. I didn't feel motivated um, to, to do the podcast again and to interview people. And I just felt like I got so much, you know, website projects going on. I felt like I had all this other stuff and I started feeling guilty for not, because I'm programmed as a marketer to be consistent with social media, with content, with, um, the podcast, so I felt like I was dropping the ball on this is what I felt like. And I felt like I was letting you guys down. So I genuinely felt guilty about that. And I talked to other B2B marketers um, and especially those that had shows, podcast shows. And I got a lot of good insight, a lot of good advice. And all the advice was you got to be consistent, Jesus. <laughs> and they, they also understood and related with the burnout symptoms, emotions. Uh, so I'm glad that we were able to relate on that level. But the burnout was real. I thought, hey, I'll take the summer off, come back, hit the ground running. I took the summer off, came back. I did not hit the ground running. I was like walking. I was like, I don't know if I want to get back into podcasting. And there was a time where I was really seriously thinking about like pausing it for good, like ending the mastering B2B marketing podcast show, just ending this podcast. And I want to be honest and be real with you guys, because a lot of people don't talk about this stuff. A lot of people do not talk about this stuff. They talk about how awesome the podcast is doing, which it is awesome for us. And it's doing a lot, um, but they don't talk about how hard it is. It's hard to be consistent to have topics, to have guests lined up, to have the structure, agenda, everything. It takes time. It takes a lot of things, but it's so worth it at the end of the day. I just felt burnt out. And to be frank, I needed a vacation. That's really what it was too. So a lot of it was like, okay, I'm not excited about interviewing people. I'm not excited about recording an episode and hitting that record button. I'm not excited about talking about WordPress websites or talking about what people are doing for their podcast or TikTok strategy or content marketing strategy. 
her business narrative. I'm like, this is all sounding the same to me. And it's repetitive and it's just, it's starting to become boring. So that's why I took the summer off. And then when I came back, I was unmotivated, as I mentioned. My video editor was telling me, even if you have to scale it back, and I'm giving this advice to you guys as well. If you need it, here it is. <laughs> because it has helped me tremendously about with my mindset when it comes to podcasting. I thought that I had to do at least weekly to, in order to be successful with podcasting, with how much it brings value to our business, which it does. But my video editor was telling me, the key is consistency with content and building an audience and having people to engage with your content, whether that's on social media or, or podcasting. He said, if you need to scale it back to one time a month, then go scale it back to one time a month. If you need to scale it back from one time a week to once every two weeks, then scale it back to once every two weeks. I was like, wow, there's some value and truth in this. And it's so true. People have come to our website and have talked, you know, how did you hear about us in a short form? They'll put podcast. They'll put, thank you for listening, by the way, guys. <laughs> I know you're hanging in there with me and I appreciate each one of you who listened to this podcast show because you have many options. So I appreciate you guys very much. Grateful for you guys. And a lot of people say LinkedIn. I haven't had someone that said TikTok yet. I'm waiting for that one. I, I know it's coming. So from LinkedIn and the podcast, we use the, the full video, we chop it up, and I put those short clips on LinkedIn. So what they're saying is, hey, I saw your short clip from the podcast on LinkedIn. That's how I came. The need was there, and I came to your website, and I, and I ended up booking time on your calendar. And I'm like, wow. So the podcast does work. This is not like a hype thing or you know, sales kind of thing. It does work. That's why a lot of people have it. A lot of people still want ROI. This is a top of mind strategy. And a lot of people don't have patience to wait three months, six months, a year, longer than a year. I've had someone who has listened to my podcast and actually, no, they saw me on LinkedIn, saw a podcast short clip I wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to reel him in to fill in out our website form if he never, if I never did the recording of the podcast and chopped it up on LinkedIn, he would have just never saw it. Um, he was following me on LinkedIn for 12 months. He said he's been seeing all my videos, which come from the podcast. And he said that a month 13, he became my customer and he said, you just bring so much value and insight. It was a no-brainer for us to sign you at the beginning of the year. So it does work. I'm just sharing more of the burnout symptoms. But I, at one point, I know I'm all over the place, so thank you guys for being patient. At one point, I thought about pausing the, canceling the show altogether and just focus on short-form content. 
Now, if you're a video editor or you're a marketer that does a lot of video editing, you understand that's a lot of work. It's easier to just do long form content and then have the cuts from there. What I wanted to do was screw long form content. I'm going to cancel the podcast and I'm just going to focus on kind of like LinkedIn posts, convert those LinkedIn posts into videos and just boom, 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 boom. No one's doing that. And this might be a genius idea for somebody. I'm just, I just think it's a great idea for someone that could do this because everyone is chopping up the podcast episodes, just FYI. So when you see something, you're like, oh yeah, that was a podcast episode. Oh yeah, that was a podcast episode. But no one's actually doing legit short form content. I'm not saying legit, but no one's doing short form content that does not include a podcast. So I am thinking about doing a few of those on the side, um, but I am keeping the show after all, because with a lot of advice, I ended up getting the advice to keep the show, um, but to change the podcast name to niche down. So this has, this has to do with the whole podcast update. So I don't know. I think I'm going to start the beginning of the year strong with this new podcast name. I don't have the name down, but I am rebranding the show and niching down. That's the advice I've been given by multiple and respectable B2B SaaS marketers that I really look up to. And they have given me advice about niching down and having it be about, you know, B2B SaaS websites, basically, or like a website podcast. So I'm going to niche down to that. Definitely going to be about WordPress websites um, or just websites, but I have to figure out the name. So niching down, I'm telling you guys this in advance. One, it's exciting because I've gotten a lot of feedback as well from marketers that they want to hear more about me than more about my guests. I'm not saying it's just going to be me solo. I am going to bring guests. They're going to be web designers, web developers, um, those type of people on my show. And we're going to get into the deep insights. We're going to talk about what helps website convergence. We're going to talk about what customer research says, what data, data says um, when it comes to um, how people actually navigate the website. It's going to be a lot of good stuff, a lot of juicy topics around websites that I really enjoy talking about. But yeah, I took that feedback to heart because I, th I thought I was already talking a lot when it came to websites. But then when I look back on my episodes, I'm like, a lot of them have been guests, which are great and I respect them and I love what they're doing and I learned, I learned a lot from them, but people wanted to hear more about me. What's your story, Jesus? And I'm like, dang, I thought I recorded that already. And I even repurposed that. Like people still, I still have new followers that want to know about my story. What's your backstory? Why did you choose WordPress? Why not a different CMS platform? Which plugins do you recommend? Which plugins do you use? Do you recommend a theme? Do you recommend a page builder? Which page builder do you recommend? Um, have you? What kind of stories have you heard when it comes to your worst nightmares? I'm like, man, I got a lot of nightmare website stories. 
but people want to hear that. People want to hear more about me talking about WordPress websites. So to me, I'm I, and the whole time, I'm like, I thought I'd been talking about that, but I'm like, okay, I've been bringing on more guests than actually talking about it. But like, that's another strategy where you talk about, like for us, it's WordPress website development, as I mentioned, where I talk about that every other episodes around WordPress websites, and then I bring on guests, right? That's a strategy. That's a good strategy. To me, I think of it as, which what, what I was doing is an aspect of relationship building um, or business networking. I mean, same thing. So that's a good strategy to have. I'm going, I'm pivoting to a new strategy, which is niching down specifically around WordPress websites or just websites. I have to figure out more the structure, but I am going in that direction and I'm going to go harder talking about websites instead of just B2B marketing, which I love. And it's so hard for me as a marketer. I'm not going to lie. The other thing too, that I wanted to mention is I felt, I felt insecure. I felt nervous. I felt afraid that if I niche down, I'm going to lose a lot of listeners and not a lot of people are going to want to listen to a podcast about websites. That might be true. They might not. Who knows? But the one thing that I'm sharing all this stuff because I'm like building in public basically, <laughs> but I'm sharing all this stuff because a lot of, a lot of marketers deal with this. You know, they're the one running the show. They're the one trying to figure out, should I go more sub niche, like niche down, or should I leave it as is? Should I pause, you know, the, the podcast or should I keep going? Um, you might be feeling burnt out. You might be like, yeah, I barely have time to listen to you, Jesus, because I have my own show. Um, thank you. Awesome. We can relate, but it's real and it's a lot of work. And you got to manage the team. So the list goes on. You guys know this. So I hope this brings you guys value and it resonates with you guys because I felt afraid of that. I felt like insecure and afraid of like, wow, I might not have people that actually want to hear anything about websites. But then I was reassured about from getting feedback from listeners and from my ideal client persona that... They want to hear more about me since I'm the WordPress website guy. They want to hear more about me talking about WordPress websites. They want to be educated. They want to know why, how, what. They want to know all of that stuff. So I am doubling down on niching down. That should be like a tagline or something. <laughs> and I'm excited about it. I'm like, wow, I'm getting excited about this now. Um, more than I was before, you know. <clears throat> around the summertime when I felt burnt out. And then also I was reassured by friends that were telling me that the more you stick to websites, the more it's gonna help people when the need is there to reach out to you. And I was like, that's so true because my, as I mentioned, and this is probably helpful for you guys, but as I mentioned, I used a full episode, chop it up and put it on LinkedIn. But if I use a full episode of me talking about, I don't know, how to up your TikTok strategy or something like that, then on LinkedIn, you're going to see a lot of TikTok strategy. So it's not in line with our service, which is WordPress website solutions. So 
everything from the podcast is going to be in line with website solutions. So this is exciting because it means when the need is there, the social media feeds are going to be full of Jesus posting consistently on a weekly basis about website solutions and educating the market about that. So it's scary. It's super exciting. I would say the overarching emotion is excitement um, because this is probably the most niche I've gone when it comes to the podcast. I changed the podcast name. One, two. So I started it as I started it and then I changed it. So I changed it once to this would be the second time that I have changed the podcast name. The second time. And it's all just a learning experience. Again, we're over 100 episodes. I think we're at 140 or something like that. I don't know. Don't quote me on this. But I was like, wow, I learned a lot from people. From marketers, B2B marketers, to um, video editors, to podcast hosts. I mean, you name it. And I'm just grateful for the whole experience and being able to record this and share the insights and the emotions and the thoughts and what I've been learning as well too. And I hope this helps you guys, especially when you guys are thinking about, you know, the new year coming in strong for 2023, thinking about if you haven't started a podcast and are thinking about starting a podcast, thinking about niching down. Yes. Niche down. I mean, I haven't seen the benefits yet of niching down, but all arrows are pointing to me to niche down. That's the feedback that I'm getting. I'm getting customer research feedback on this stuff, customer feedback. I am asking my listeners I am that are B2B marketers, SaaS marketers to be specific, and they're giving me this feedback, okay? I'm not just doing it because I want to. Well, I want to now. <laughs> I was afraid I didn't want to do it. I was pushing back on it. <laughs> but I was like, okay, no more excuses. Talk about the fear and insecurities and what you're afraid of and move forward. This is a wise move. So I hope this helps. Again, thank you for listening and on to the next one. And oh, I hope that you really join me on this journey. Have a good one, guys. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Mastering B2B Marketing Podcast. If you've been getting value from this podcast, please leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts in the review section. It will mean a lot to me. And lastly, make it a great day.